and shine pinchers welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch i'm your host connie wang have you ever felt like you are someone that's like meant for more than where you currently are like there's got to be more to life than this or are you someone that's ever considered a career change i gotta be honest this episode is for you i felt chills recording this episode and you want to know why I have the amazing Vincent. I adore him with my whole heart because one, you guys will see, he's so funny and real and endearing. He's just the hero that you want to root for, right? And he shares his story of why he decided to pursue medicine after becoming a pediatric ICU nurse. And to be honest, the reason why I felt chills was because hearing his own story was like having a mirror handed to me about my own. And you guys always ask me, like, why did I do this? Go from pharmacy to dental. What was it like? This is an even more detailed version than what I can give you present day because Vincent is going through it live right now. So because of that, because he's in that grind, he is so vulnerable and this episode is just so good. I actually had to split it into two parts. So today is part one of his journey, you know, explaining his background story of why he decided to pursue medicine, what it was, and like the feelings he went through when he knew it wasn't right anymore where he was. His story is so parallel to mine. It's kind of freaky. I wanted to share this because there's got to be people out there listening to this. Maybe you guys have an inkling out there that you were meant for something more. Maybe you keep rejecting that feeling, but I want this episode to be a sign for you if you're listening and you feel like you want to pursue something more. I hope you enjoy part one. Hit it, Editing Connie. Okay, so as we were discussing earlier, so you have physics research to do today. And Vincent, your physics research is not you launching rockets into the air like I thought. You guys, I was literally imagining, like, Vincent over here in his lab goggles being like, all right, three, two, one, like hitting a button. And then, like, behind a glass screen, you see, like, an explosion. So, wait, okay, so tell me, then, what is your, like, physics research So, all my physics stuff? research, I really love educating people and just finding ways mm-hmm. to make learning effective. And so, I collaborated with my physics professor, and we actually got a grant for this. And it's making physics problem-based oh learning. God. Is this, like, where you go into little yes. groups with your classmates, and then you, like, discuss stuff instead of doing, like, lecture, yes. lecture, lecture? Yes, that's exactly it. Wait. Okay, so I'm curious why physics, though, because, mm-hmm. so some backstory, Vincent is an ICU pediatric nurse, but you are also a non-traditional pre-med, so you're applying soon, but, okay, talk to me, why physics? Because when I was, like, transitioning from pharmacy to dentistry, physics was, like, the bane of my existence. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, why everyone says that, and I just, it just came naturally to me, I don't know why, and you know what's funny? Originally, what deterred me from pre-med was physics. Stop. That, same. Yeah, literally same. It's, it sounds ch- so challenging and people make it seem like it's impossible. And so I think that you have to just believe in yourself. And once I hit physics, it just like mm-hmm. nat- came naturally to me. So do you think like that was the difference between like previous Vincent with physics and like current Vincent with physics was this time you like as a person were more evolved, like you had the self-confidence yes, kind of? more self-confidence because I typically lack in mm. confidence overall, but I'm like, <laughs> no, like <same. laughs> it's, it's like, you know, my nature and it stems a lot from childhood. Everything's stemming from childhood with mm-hmm. the confidence part. But overall, you if you really want to be a doctor, this is just a stepping stone and it's mm-hmm. not going to matter in the future. Man, like put your big boy pants on and just do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You're like, put your big boy cute slacks on. And then where do you think that comes from? Like from your childhood? Like where um, did you grow so up? I grew up in Jacksonville and I kind of want to change, to be honest. That's why I'm like, kind of mm. find myself. <laughs> that sounds so lame. No, I love 
God. Okay, talk to me. How are we finding ourselves? Why do we feel like we need to find I, ourselves? I, so last year was really hard when I did like have the courage to become a pre-med. I felt like, okay, mm-hmm. what's my identity now? What's my community? I felt alone because mm-hmm. no one I know mm-hmm. wants to do medicine. Everyone is like, that's too long and... So it's hard studying for MCAT, doing pre-reps alone. Your story reminds me so much of mine because like what I think is so hard is on top of being alone, you're also like doing the thing that is everyone else's full-time, right? So like, for example, when I was going through pharmacy school, all my friends were busy Mm -hmm. with pharmacy school. But like secretly on top of the pharmacy school, I had to take the pre-req study for the DAT. I just felt like I had so much like extra like not to complain because this is the life we chose but because of that it's very lonely because while they get the breaks to celebrate when they're done with tests or blah 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 or when they're done after a busy week of work we're out here starting our second shift of like being a pre-med or being a pre-dad that's why like i remember pharma dental days like i stumbled like years ago i stumbled on your video um i'm like why you transitioned to um dentist like dentistry and i'm like I want to be a doctor. <laughs> um, oh my god! And, I love that that awoke it, in something. It, it in did, <laughs> but I, I let it sit for a while. This sounds bizarre, but like subconsciously, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Just growing up in my childhood, I was always told, "Vincent, you're not smart enough. You probably have an IQ of Forrest Gump." Like, oh my god! So- <laughs> like, I was actually told that by one of my family members. <laughs> But like Asian family members yes. like will hit you it, where it hurts. <laughs> that's like that's why like I feel like I'm weak because a lot of like what I was how I was raised in my family, I was just mm-hmm. kind of told I, I was enough. I always felt like I had to prove myself, like what's the next thing Vincent can accomplish? And like I had to do things and I accomplished certain things in my life so far and at the end of the day i realized i was doing so many things for other people and that's when i'm like Mm. screw it i need to do what's best for me i'm smart enough to become a doctor you can't tell me anything your story is like giving me chills because i just feel like well because don't you feel kind of like in certain ways like i feel the same way in my heart i like knew like ever since i was little i knew i was meant to like this is so stupid because it also glamorizes the whole like doctor kind of thing but I was I always imagined myself like doing like the doctor kind of things and then so it kind of, but then it kind of felt like I was not that this is in any way settling but it kind of felt like I just wasn't pursuing the dream that I was that I was right. meant to pursue for a while I, I feel like that oh my god like that's really resonates with me like t- seriously and that's why I respect mm-hmm. you so much because you were one of the first people I saw like the, who shared their journey about that transition because that's something no one talks about it's such a gray area too Mm. and now like going back i remember like we talked about you know transitioning to a different career i would always like randomly there were moments where i would think about like what would it be like to apply to medical school I yeah, like a random yeah. moment you're like what right. if I just did this but then, but then but then you're like no 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 never mind like that'd be too much work like I don't I don't want to open that can of worms but then it happens more and more until finally you yeah. can't ignore it right that's ex- like exactly what happened and so there were moments in my like seasons where I would like you know what I like made a whole excel sheet I'm like like <laughs> I'm that type of person and so I'm like looking up randomly like I just had it in me what prereqs do I need for medical school? What do I need for the MCAT? 
how could I make myself stand out as an applicant? And then I'm like, I spend two hours doing that, and I'll just delete it. I'm like, that's a dream. That's not happening. <laughs> it's yeah. like adding things yes. to your shopping cart and then deleting <laughs> that's them. That's like a great analogy. Essentially, yes. I. That's how I knew it was always in me. That's like so lame when they say like, when we say it's a calling, it's just, it's within, it's innate, mm-hmm. like, it just comes out. And then, but sometimes you don't even want to hear it, though. I'm like, I'm tired of being yeah. called to do this, because I remember being like, why can't I just be happy? I have a, like, I'm in, like, pharmacy's great, yes. and, like, nursing's great, and you're like, I have my friends here. Like, it, my life would be so much easier if I was just happy no, where I, I am. <laughs> I feel that so much, because I'm like, I could go travel nursing. I could advance in nursing. Like I could be living my best life right now and make a lot of money and become an entrepreneur with my license. But I like torture. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what like kind of gave me chills a little is when you said you're like, I could be living my best life. And that's when you kind of have to realize you're like, no, I would be living someone else's best life. Like my best life is apparently this, (laughs) like going after what you want and Did you feel at all because part of what hindered me for so long from admitting out loud to myself and to like my family and friends that I wanted to do this, the biggest hindrance was I almost felt a little bit embarrassed because I was just like, I don't want to admit Mm. that like this wasn't right for me because I already am so invested and deep. Like we were both kind of like, I mean, I was only like one year into pharmacy school, but at the same time, like, you know, you already are the nurse. So you're kind of like, I feel like that would be changing my whole identity. That's exactly it. So I was I was scared because I'm like, all I ever talked about, because I did a good mm. job at convincing myself that <laughs> I love nursing. Literally. Okay, so how, so how did you do that? So I remember when I was in high school, I had to figure out pretty quick what I wanted to do. I just like, you know what? Nursing sounds like, like a faster way to make money because that's what my family instilled in me. They're like, go to college, get a degree, make money, like, fast. Right, right. Um, and, like, have a st- stable job. <laughs> yes. You need to have stability. Um, and my mom, growing up, she was like, oh, you should be a doctor. But then at the same time, she contradicted herself because she's like, that's too long. I don't want you to be a doctor. Especially now, she wants me to stay as a bedside and do travel nursing because it makes more money. Right. And I'm like... That makes no sense. Like, I need to do what's best for me and what makes me happy, right? But ways I convinced myself that I wanted, like, I love nursing was, one, posting on social media. On social media, I'm like, ooh, this is, like, tips and tricks how to be a nurse. What I love about nursing, I'm like, this sounds woo-woo, but when you manifest things, I've been into manifesting. Same, 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 same. (laughs) You want to embody that person that you want to be. So mm. I was like, okay, nursing, don't get me wrong, I always have a love for nursing because without it, I wouldn't be where I am today. But mm. I was like, okay, if I'm going to like nursing, I need to embody it. Like, I'm I'm this person who, like, nursing's everything. Because that's what I was told. When you're a nurse, it's your identity. It's who you are. You know, for the longest time, I believed that. And I also, like, when my family was like, why did you want to do nursing? Because I'm in a family with, there's doctors and dentists as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and my, mo- my mom's side. And they're kind of like, it was sad because I was in a rebellious phase. And I didn't want to, like, I was saying I didn't want to become a doctor or a dentist oh my God, at the time. Same. 
same, literally same, same, same. Because I was like, no, I like this. I'm gonna be different. Like, I don't want to do your thing because it's already Wait. taken. I want to do my thing. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, you feel no, the like, same way? Like, hundred percent. It's like kind of embarrassing because it's so childish. <laughs> like sophomore year of college, my plan was actually to like start the pharmacy program. But if I didn't like pharmacy, switch to medical. Like in the first two years, mm. it'd be easy enough because same prereqs. But then once I got to college, I was like, I'm having fun with my friends. Like, I like this new identity of this Connie, pharmacy Connie I'm becoming. I joined all the clubs. I became president of all the pharmacy things. I became like Little Miss Pharmacy. And then so when it came time and they were like, oh, do you want to do like medical now? I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like, I like like where I am with pharmacy. But I think I was just kind of like full sending my identity of pharmacy Connie, Mm. but not really addressing like the actual career part of it. It was just like, I like the thought Mm. of being pharmacy Connie. And I wanted something for my own because my sister's a doctor and my brother-in-law's a dentist. My mom was like a doctor in China. So I was just like, I don't want to be just Mm. like everyone else. Like I'm different, (laughs) but I'm not. (laughs) That's exactly it. I remember like back then my family is like, yeah, why did you want to be a nurse? And I'm like, because I'm not going to be a doctor. That's too much. <laughs> um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to prove myself that I can make right. a, a life as a nurse. Wait, we really played ourselves, though, because now we're out here doing everything. <laughs> doing the most. Doing the most. We really flew so close to the sun. <laughs> I resonate with how, like, yeah, you you thought of this identity, Pharmacy Connie, I was mm-hmm. like Nurse Vincent. So I did the most in nursing school. I was in like this chair position called Breakthrough mm-hmm. Nursing and I became a mentor. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to be a mentor in nursing. And last year I actually applied to, have you heard of CRNAs? Nurse yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That was my identity too. I'm like, I'm going to be a CRNA. They were like, that's your trajectory. That was what I was told. Like Vincent, you're going to be in ICU, you need to be a CRNA. Right. It, like, makes sense. And it's beautiful when things make sense on paper. <laughs> right. It, it just made so much sense. It was kind of like uh, this cookie-cutter format for me. Like, I can just do X, Y, and Z. It's not. It's definitely challenging to get in, but I, I just felt like it was, like, forced on me. Everyone's like, no, but you're so smart. Why would you want to do something else? Why would you want to travel? Do anesthesia. And I made, I convinced myself too that I wanted to do anesthesia. So it was like, mm-hmm. I was just How did you know myself. then that it like wasn't right for you? Like once you tried it, then mm. you were like, hmm, like how did you know? Being an overachiever in everything I do, <laughs> I, <laughs> I make sure I do the most. And what I mean by that, I shadowed like 50 hours. In mm. adult anesthesia, I did a dental office anesthesia, and I did pediatric anesthesia. Like, I just oh shadowed. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to invest myself. Like, I need to see if I really like this. And I don't know why, but me, Vincent back then was like, oh my god, I love this so much. But inside... <laughs> <laughs> inside, you were like, help me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because... I respect the profession. I just can't see myself in the OR my whole life. And mm-hmm. a- an- another thing is, here's a tea. I've always wanted to become a dermatologist too. So oh my god! <laughs> that nowhere near dermatology. So I'm like going back, circling back to the question of when I knew when I was applying. It sounds dramatic, but I had a huge mental breakdown, and I just didn't. It didn't feel right at all. Right. And 
I burnt out with it. Like, it just didn't make me happy anymore. Like, I got accepted to one school, and then I rejected. Like, I just declined everything. And I'm like, wait, this is not me. And if I want to pursue what I want, I, I can't do this. You know, mm, like yeah. So I went to Boston last exactly a year ago. Uh huh. Yeah. And after it, I realized because that trip, I learned a lot about myself. For some, what did like, you learn about yourself? So that was when I first started traveling alone. I learned that I I don't need anyone with me to be happy, and it gave me time to reflect. Like, who am I outside of? Nursing outside of my mm. friendships because that's something that I felt lost on uh, my identity. Mm. Like, who am I? Because I was just using nursing, using what my friends thought about me as who Vincent is. But inside, I never got time to discover who I was. This is random, but I met someone in Boston at a coffee shop, and they were a doctor, and we had this random conversation. We just looked at each other. We had this conversation. And they were like, "It seems like you really want to do medicine." At the end of it, it, it just—it seems like you want to do medicine, and you're you, and you're just making excuses for yourself. They were like, they were saying it in the nicest way possible, right? Because they're like, "Why do you want to be CRNA?" And I couldn't answer it. But when they asked me, "Why do you want to be a doctor?" I was like, "Because I've always been interested in dermatology, learning more about the human body." We went to, like, we went deep. Like I went to as far as like telling them, like I've always. Been insecure and felt like I wasn't smart enough. Wow! Wait, where were you? Were you guys just like in line at Tate? Like, where were you? <laughs> yeah, like I was just sitting there, like, and I was talking to my friend, uh, like, and I had my AirPods in, and I was like talking about something about like med school, but I'm like, you know what? Like, that sounds like ridiculous. And then they overheard me, and they were like, "Hey, I, I'm currently a physician. You want to like talk a little bit?" And yeah, so I picked. Yeah, it was weird. That is. You- Vincent, I'm telling you, that is the universe. Like putting that person there, that is wild. What? Um, did you like stay in touch with them? Did you get their contact info, or are they just this angel sent from above? Yeah, actually, I I did it. I don't know why. It just we didn't exchange contact information because they were like, oh, I gotta go. Like they were just mm. they just left. But yeah, that was like something that there is like many signs that you should become a doctor. This feels like a movie. Do you remember any of the other signs? Other signs was this one doctor told me. So when I first started as a nurse, I started in adult ICU. This one doctor said, "You're asking these complex questions that nurses shouldn't need. Like, like nurses don't need to know. Why are you asking these questions? Like, I was asking like with the ventilator, like." Dynamic and static compliance with like certain. How do you like know on the vent like what the pathology is? And they're like, "Did you ever think about medicine, like medical school?" And I'm like, "Not really." Like I did, but I'm like, "No, not really," because I- I'm not gonna admit that I want to do me- like I want to pursue medicine or become a physician as a nurse because nurses are really protective of the profession. So they're like, "Why are you becoming a doctor?" That's not your path, you know. Is 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 there this culture of kind of like us versus them? It's like you're gonna become like them. Like no, you're one yeah. of us. Like you know. That's exactly it. There's that rivalry in a way, even though we work together as a team, and <laughs> like there's that mutual respect. Well, at least for me, I respect everyone on my team. 
It's just、mm-hmm. like, why would you bring someone down for wanting to pursue their dreams, you know, and、right. wanting to stay within healthcare and medicine? If anything, I thought that was a benefit. Like I can use my nursing skills and bedside manner to incorporate that as a physician. What has the pop, like general reception been from people? Are most of the people in your life like supportive, or are there some people that are kind of like, what are you doing? Kind of both. Majority, like currently where I work. In Peds,、um, ICU, and this was another sign. So my first job was was really bad, and my mental health went down, and I actually left really early. And it worked out to where I found this unit, and it just it just worked out, and I happened to like had such supportive nurses, and my whole unit was like, yes, that's badass, go become a doctor. <gasps> And I had physicians on my team, like, yeah, go to medical school. We'll support you. What do you need? And that's another sign. I'm like, then it's like meant to be. My first time on in the PED ICU, this, I had this doctor. He was like, hmm, you look really young. And he's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm old. I'm like 23. Like, I, like I, I'm, getting, I, I'm getting there. <laughs>、yeah. And he's like, you have time to be a doctor. Do it. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait! I just started this new job, and I'm a nurse, sir. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> you're like, I literally just got here. Yeah, I just got here, and you're gonna say go to med school. You have time, and I'm like, wait, sir. And that was when I I was applying to CRNA school. I'm like, sir,、mm-hmm. we're gonna be a CRNA, not a doctor. <laughs> That's not part of the plan. <laughs> That is so wild. Well, you know what it is. Sometimes I feel like on the journey, the the universe will kind of like guide you, but it'll be there will be moments of like discomfort and tension and kind、mm-hmm. of like that like uh feeling. But I feel like you just get to a point where it's just impossible to ignore. Like、yeah. for for you, it was like you just couldn't. You physically, your body would not allow you to click accept on the、mm-hmm. CRNA, like whatever.、Right. It was. It, it's such a simple task. Like normally,、right. we can talk ourselves into doing things, but sometimes I really feel like there's a higher power that like stops、yeah. us when at the critical moment. Because imagine you did accept it, and now you're on this whole different trajectory. Yes, like, yeah, like getting back to the woo, like wooness. I I do believe there's a higher being, and things happen for a reason. I, I stand by that. Like th-、yeah. things happen for a reason, and you're meant to experience things to learn lessons. But ultimately, it's all to guide you back to your main purpose, right? And that's、mm-hmm. like looking back. Even though I had so many hardships, it just—it's like full circle. It's all that leads back to you. Okay, this is—it's meant to be. Even though it's difficult right now, all I'm doing is studying, and I'm not being exposed to medicine as much. So it's discouraging sometimes. Still, like I know this is my path, and it's worth it.、Um, and I'm sure you feel the same way. But yeah, it's just weird how things work out, and you have people telling you, you have these signs telling you, maybe you should do this, you know? No, totally. And what it sounds like too, from to like to go back to your trip to Boston. Yeah. We don't think about our relationship with ourselves as like、mm. a friendship, but it almost seems like until you spend some time with yourself to reflect and think, like you don't have to take a whole trip, but like you have to treat your relationship with yourself like a friendship and kind of nurture it, just like you、mm. spend time with your other friends and get to know them, and just like you would stick up for your other friends if they were 
doing something that you knew wasn't right you gotta like know yourself and work Mm. on your friendship with yourself so that you can call yourself out and it sounds like over time like your relationship with yourself your friendship with yourself has gotten stronger it's definitely and that's why i have zero friends because i'm learning (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay it's like my time to like learn myself and be my own friend (laughs) It's- and like the time will come. It's just like grind season, you know. That, it, that's all that it is. is. Wait, can I ask? Like, mm-hmm. how are you surviving though? Because, like, okay, let me just tell you. Like, you're doing ICU nursing for pediatrics. Mm-hmm. You're also doing research, physics research. My little rocket scientist. <laughs> and then you're tutoring. <laughs> and then you're tutoring. On top of tutoring. You're literally a pre-med, which in itself is a full-time thing. You're doing all these full-time things. Like, how? Is there any sort of system or is your life pure chaos? Because that's fine, too. But I, I just want the people to know. <laughs> it's pure chaos. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I have, yeah, it's just pure chaos. And I have mental breakdowns at least once a week. But it's going to be worth it. It's okay. Like, I keep telling myself that. <laughs> You, like, have a breakdown, and then you wipe off the tears, and you're like, it's gonna be worth it. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard. It it is. It's not perfect by all means, but you just gotta do it. And some of, like, the research part, it's something I actually enjoy, so it doesn't feel as, like, a burden versus, Mm -hmm. like, my classes. I'm type A. Like, I need A's. Like, I need to... I'm so competitive Mm -hmm. internally. Like, outside of, like, I'm bare minimum. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, 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 don't right. ask me about anything. But I'm like, oh my god, I need to, I need to get the highest grade in the class. I, I, it's just always like my need to like prove myself, and which I don't, you know. Um, and that adds to the chaos. I'm already busy and hectic, and honestly, I have no system. It's just whatever happens, happens. I'm trying to be more like, I, I don't have control with things. I just let it be. I do have like some structure, but other than that. Whatever happens, happens, right? Me being hard on myself and overly critical and wanting to strive, it just adds more fuel to the fire. And that's why I'm mm. a little more insane recently. Just <laughs> <laughs> a PSA to everyone Vincent's met recently. You're like, that is why I seem insane. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my God. Okay. So do you guys see what I was talking about? Like, are you not in love and obsessed with Vincent now? Um, that was part one of his journey. Now, part two is coming out next week. Part two, we're going to hear all about his current experience in the ICU, the highs and lows of what he sees being a pediatric ICU nurse. Um, we hear a little bit more about the nitty gritty of his application cycle, the highs, the lows, his MCAT experience, his heartbreaks with the application cycle, and his current grind era. So all of that to come next week. In the meantime, be sure to check out our Friday morning advice segment, Chief Complaints. I have Jimmy on. We answer some of your listener-submitted burning questions, and we help you guys out with unique scenarios. So until then, I hope you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you guys on Friday. Bye!